Hell no, Pietro reiterated. Lachlan held up his hand to stay them, but didn't follow Aldrich. He didn't much care for the idea of going in alone either, but had to tread lightly. He honestly would like all this to be settled with words. He closed his eyes and conjured Piper's beautiful face, her smiling eyes and impish grin. That this should be over soon and he could go find her and take her in his arms. The image distorted into the terrified look she gave him the instant before he cut off Daria's head. That couldn't be his last memory of her. He shuddered as his eyes flew open. My brother goes as well, he said, keeping his tone even. There is much to discuss, and some parts of it he must explain. No bloody likely, Aldrich said, puffing up his chest and giving Quinn a smirk of disdain. Quinn's icy stare in return made him quickly look away. I'll go, Pietro said, holding up his palms. Lachlan suppressed a groan. I was with them at the time Bella was taken. I can explain what happened as well as Quinn. Quinn was doing a remarkable job of not turning around and throttling Pietro, but his knuckles were white as he gripped the reins. Lachlan reached over and squeezed his shoulder comfortingly, then did the same to Pietro, albeit with bone-crushing force. Pietro clenched his jaw, but otherwise didn't flinch under the attempted warning. It was clear he didn't want Bella out of his sight. Lachlan could understand that, but he would much rather have Quinn near at hand if things went to hell with Tavish. He had to remind himself that Pietro was Piper's many times great-grandfather, so he couldn't murder him, or let him be murdered by one of her own lunatic ancestors. A headache began to throb behind his left eye, and he thought about the glorious modern bathtubs of the future. If he got through this, he was going to soak until his skin fell off. How dare you act as if you didn't trust my husband's kin, Bella sputtered. He tightened his arm around her waist, cutting off any further tirade that might have been left in her. This is Connor McKellen from Edinburgh, Lachlan said, continuing to dig his fingers into Pietro's shoulder. He's neither a Glen nor a Ferguson. If you didn't trust my brother to bear witness, perhaps you will trust Connor here. He raised his eyebrow at Aldrich. Aldrich looked nervously between them. It's no a matter of that, milady, he said. I'm beginning to feel unwelcome in my own home, she said. I am quite sure my father would be so distressed that this misunderstanding has gone on so long. Look at the lot of ye, milling about with your weapons strapped on for a fight when we should have been seated already with refreshments near at hand. I'm disgusted at the lot of ye. Aldrich faded to a sickly green under her censure. He ran his hand over his beard and glanced at his next-in-command, who refused to offer any advice. Of course, I. He pointed to Pietro. Until your father says otherwise, only he will accompany ye. You'll understand? Quinn nodded and fell back to stand with the other Ferguson men, who had stayed in a grim line behind them during the entire exchange. Lachlan slowly and silently released his pent-up breath, nodding to Quinn as he rode off. At first, Pietro looked relieved that he could stay near Bella, but quickly grew paler with every step closer to the castle entrance. When they dismounted, Lachlan noticed him gripping the saddle to steady himself. There was no telling what Bella would do if she got riled up enough, no telling at all what Pietro would do in reaction to Bella's possible antics. As they tersely followed Aldrich to the laird, Lachlan almost wished it had come to a battle. Each footstep that landed on the stone floor of the long hallway echoed like a tolling funeral bell.
He noted their surroundings as they walked through the castle to the laird's chamber. It was familiar to him from all the time he spent there. Had it been only a few weeks earlier? He had been a beloved hero to the Glens at the time, after killing a madman who had been terrorizing the countryside in both the current time and in the future. Everything he passed, he pictured the way it was in Piper's time, a time he now thought of as his own. It wasn't just his darling lass and the lovely modern conveniences that made him want to get back. He felt he belonged there somehow, as if he had been meant to travel there all along and meet his love. How else could his strange ability to traverse time be explained? Judging by the way Bella was dragging her feet, he knew they were getting close. He leaned down and whispered in her ear for her to let him do the talking, that he would make everything right. He owed it to her and Pietro to settle everything for them. It was mostly, well, all his fault that things were in such a muddle. He caught Pietro's eye and nodded.